This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to episode 166, season 7, episode 12 of two Mr. P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. Merry Christmas, one and all. It is our last episode of 2023. It's a Christmas special and we have got a lot of great stories to share with you. So uh, thank you very much for, for tuning in. For listening, as always, we just have to start by saying a massive thank you for all your support throughout 2023. It's been another incredible year, uh, obviously with the tour and everyone who came along to the tour. We did, well, we've done 14 dates so far and we ended up outselling the first tour where we did 50 dates. 50 dates, yeah. Um, and just as a reminder at the beginning of the episode, before we forget, clear message. If you didn't come along to the show and tell tour, if you couldn't make one of the shows, or maybe you did come to a show and you want to relive all the laughter, you can stream the recording we did. So the Lowry show we did, the homecoming show, we got it professionally recorded. It is available now for you to stream online. And when you buy a copy... You don't have to watch it there and then. It's not like a rental thing that it disappears after a day. Once you bought it, you can just tune in whenever you want. So over the Christmas break, when you sat relaxed with a mulled wine, a mince pie, you can have a good couple of hours laughing along to the live show. Obviously, if you come into the Liverpool show, don't stream it because you don't want any spoilers. But anyone who did make a show or you're thinking, oh, I'd love to, you know, watch it back again, uh, just, uh, just, Go over to the website, twomrpspodcast.com. There's a link there. Um, a massive thank you to everyone who's already bought a copy and watched it. We'd love to know what you think. And um, and yeah, and I think there's a handful of uh, tickets available for the last show of the Show and Tell Tour in Liverpool on 10th of February. Right, so that's all the admin out of the way. Yep. Quick catch up. How are you doing, Adam? Yeah, I'm all right. Um, I obviously we recorded last week, didn't we? After my Late first day week, back yeah. at school, so I was back for the last couple of days. The tactical couple of days back. No, no nothing, nothing tactical about back it. Back for the secret Santa, then off you, off, <laughs> yeah. off you go. Um, yeah, so it was back, uh, and now I've broken up, and obviously my wife and kids are still in. Dream stuff. So it's about time I had some time by myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After yeah. four weeks, it's been a tough ride. Um, but no, it's it's all right. I'm getting a bit fed up with my with the boot and stuff. It's just a bit annoying. I also had like a bit of a blister 
on my cut, obviously being a type one diabetic, I need to be very careful of infection. So I'm on antibiotics now. So it just feels like, you know, what is it? Take one step forward, which is difficult enough. And then <laughs> take a broken ankle. Then take a couple of really sore steps back. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, no, I'm all right. Feeling festive. Um obviously looking festive. People won't know if they're listening, but pretty disappointed that you're not in anything festive. Um in spirit I am. Okay. I just, I'd, yeah, I'm, uh, well, you're, you, I mean, you're, you don't look like you're wearing a Christmas jumper. Well, you I, look like you're just dressing normally. Well, I went to um, my daughter's Christmas recital thing at school yesterday, and right. it was the whole of Key Stage 2 at church. So there was so many people there. Yeah. And I thought... Did they have the baskets out at church for a collection? No, they didn't actually. They did not? No, oh no. God. Thank God, because I just don't carry change. Oh, no, maybe that's it. I'm surprised they didn't bring the card. The card reader, yeah. They so love that at church. I um, So I thought, right, all right, well, I'll, I'll wear a Christmas jumper. Now, I don't know if you know this. I, I used to have one Christmas jumper, break yeah. it out every year. But then as you get older, especially working in schools, you kind of mix it up, you get another one. I'm calling it now. Christmas jumpers weren't a thing 10 years ago. No, they weren't. No, I don't remember Christmas jumpers when we were going out when we were younger. Nah. But in the late 1900s. Yeah, yeah. But the, um, but yeah, so I, I just, you know, sales, I, I bought a couple of wrestling jumpers in the sales. Anyway, I rocked up to my daughter's Christmas concert yesterday in the red joggers that I'm wearing now. Yeah. And the rock. I thought that was the Santa outfit from school. <laughs> it does look like good it, Good quality. The rock Christmas jumper that I had that right. lights up. Yeah. Um, I think I was wearing it on last week's app, if anyone saw a clip. And I, and I rocked up and not one other soul was in anything festive. No parent <laughs> was in anything. And I was in the brightest. I, I just felt a little bit like, well, just yeah. like a bit of a pillock, really. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but yeah, no. So I, but I got all the Christmas stuff down from the loft. And I couldn't believe it. I, I've got at least eight or nine Christmas jumpers now. And like I've got an Elf one, two wrestling ones. I've got this Lakers one now. I've got a Miami Heat one. I've got a Jameson's one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'm saving my Jameson's one for my Christmas night out. But Kim was like, you're going to have to start wearing them. So I'm literally <laughs> like Christmas jumper a day. I'd yeah. say keep the doctor away, but I'm always at the doctor's. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I've got a couple, but uh, I, wore, I wore one last week when I was in school, my Roy Keane one, where it's like, thanks, Santa. Do me a favour. That's Dude. his job. Yeah, have you got that one? Yeah. yeah. And that's, I, I said last week, didn't I, did I say it last week, where um, all the kids thought it was a picture of me? No, no. It's a picture of Roy Keane. No. They kept saying, why have you got a picture of you on your jumper? Really? Yeah, yeah. Because then when I was doing the talent show, I was saying, does anyone know who's the, who this is on, on my jumper? Uh, I'll give you a clue. Um, he's Irish. He's known for being a little bit, you know, angry and uh, and hoping they were all going to go, the head teacher who's Irish. Of course, yeah. A bit cranky. And they were all like, you. And I was like, no, it's Roy Keane. Um, but yeah, update on, on Christmas tree gate. Oh, yeah. So we decided we'd get one, but then we've gone to the nag's head, sold out of them all. So to remind everyone, obviously, yeah. Lee's kids are away on yeah. a big session. So they all, they all, they all uh, went skiing. So they set off on Friday. Um, it's, I mean, it's the, the only downside is that where they've gone, there's, there's no snow. 
There's just no snow. Bloody go, global um, warming. But I, they, they, they seem to be having a great time. Obviously, it was a bit touch and go because we were all sick last week, but they all went off. But my God, 29 hours they were on the coach, right? That gives me so fear. They set off at the same time that we went to Dublin. So we went to Dublin for the weekend. Yeah. Right? So we flew over to Dublin. We had an afternoon, evening drinks around Temple Bar. Mm-hmm. Back to the hotel, full night's sleep. Breakfast, we went to the spa at this hotel. Nice. We then went to these Christmas markets at Dublin Castle. We then went to the Cell Sharks game, mm-hmm. and they still were on the coach. Oh, so we were able days. to do all of that in the time that... Uh, but it was it was great. Like, Dublin, I mean, it's not, it's not a cheap do, but, um, you know, when you get round Temple Bar... When you get in one of those pubs and oh, there's the live music. Buzzing. Yeah. Like we went in one pub and we were sat right by the singer and he guy on a guitar, but then he had a woman a girl who was playing all sorts of flutes and whistles and all you know, she was class and then barmaids just kept getting up on the bar and Irish dancing. Really? You got a full on experience. You got a full experience. Did he do wagon wheel? That's my personal favourite. Uh, they might have done actually. So rock me, mama, like a wagon wheel. Rock know. me, mama, I'll tell you this. Anyway. I'll tell you this though. Not a fan of Guinness. Did you have one? Yeah, I had. I had. I had a drink. I, did, I couldn't have. This a is a pint. hot take. No, hot, I can't be doing with it. You're the, more of a baby Guinnessman. I'd, I'd have a baby Guinness, yeah, but the it's the baby. bitterness. It's <laughs> baby. <laughs> it's the bitterness of it. That I just get, I don't get how anyone. It's like it's like a meal. I have to it's be so heavy. I've got a lot of friends now who, and quite a lot of them went to the same yeah yeah, they were, yeah yeah. So I had quite a group of lads that went, and they're all obsessed with Guinness now. Um, I have to be honest. It's not that I don't like Guinness. I, I, you know, if anyone knows my alcohol journey, which makes it sound <laughs> bad, uh, but I I never took. I used to hate the smell of beer. Used to hate. I, I remember taking a sip of beer when I was younger. Absolutely despised it. So growing up, I remember the first alcoholic drink you were a I ever had. weren't you? But the first ever alcoholic drink I had at sixteen, seventeen was a reef. Oh yeah, and yeah. that was dream stuff. It was like a freshly what squeezed was it orange where, juice in uh, in Weatherspoons, where you'd get like a picture and then four bottles of reef, all the different flavors. And oh really? In. Yeah, yeah. So I had a reef, and I love that. And then obviously, you know, Alka Pops. I used to love those Archers Alka oh, Pops, like and they, yeah, they were like it was a there was a peach one, and then there was like a raspberry one. I loved them at a time, and then I was on the ciders, uh, yeah. dry ciders. Obviously, when I went when I got type 1 diabetes if anyone didn't know uh, I uh, I hit the dry cider because that's better yeah. for your blood sugars and I just everyone was on beer <laughs> not 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 drink alcohol now we'll find it doctor listen doctor. listen and then um, and then it was lockdown where I went round it was when we could go and visit someone for the first time or I can't remember lockdown really and I went round to my mates and he just went do you want a beer and I was just like oh go on then because I'd not seen anyone do anything and I had an ice cold sol, yeah. and it was it was just really nice. Anyway, from from that point, I've just I've been on the beers. I'm a I'm a I'm a Moretti. I'm a Madri. I'm yeah. a Estrella. Whatever. But the reason why I got to is I've had one Guinness in my entire life, and that was I played in a final uh, for uni at rugby where we ended up winning Manchester Metropolitan University's first ever rugby trophy. Just throwing that in there. Yeah, yeah. Travelled to Newcastle. 
uh, we'd had a great cup run. I'd actually made my comeback to rugby at that point, and I yeah. was I'd gone from number eight to hooker because of the the shift in weight. Yeah, and I uh, and I was playing pretty well. I was with playing with Charlie, who will be listening to this. Chugs, shout out! Um, like our other brother was playing, loads of his mates. So it was great, and I was playing. I got back to a decent level. Get to the final in Newcastle. And in the opening five minutes, I make a, a tackle on the sideline where the guy falls on my ankle, believe it or not. Yeah. Shock. And then the and, the, and the ankle completely goes and, and I ended up doing the ankle ligaments. We end up winning the final. Uh, obviously didn't play as big of a part as I wanted to. <laughs> but as a punishment at the end of the game, because before it, as you'll know, I like to give it the chat. Yeah. I was really? <laughs> I was telling the captain that I was going to be man of the match and that I was definitely going to score. Yeah. Obviously injured after five at nil nil. Uh, I got given, you know, all all the gear, no idea. Um, and I got given a Guinness and that was the first time I ever had a Guinness, but I had to down it's it. It's horrible. It's just too thick. It's horrible. Like even in Dublin where it's supposed to be the nicest pint of Guinness you'll have because it's so fresh from the fact. Were all these, the because you went with the rugby parents, Yeah, yeah they're you? all big. But you were the ones that were saying that they're all like, you know, 132 Irish and giving it the old, <laughs> we, we love the saw doctors and all that. Yeah, yeah. So were they like giving it the old, were they taking, were they trying to break the G? Is that what they call yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Where it's like they, they sort of caress the pan yeah. and you've just got to let it or settle. They, they t- I'm not touching that until it's fully black. Don't they shift that. it? Like they, yeah, they turn yeah. the glass so it doesn't pour yeah, out. Yeah. Um, but some of them would, would, would have like 50, 10, 15 Well, dad, dad likes a Guinness, he? does he? like a Guinness, but I don't know how but anyone... Were anyone talking about the, 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 the poos the next day? Because supposedly no, it's, it's, it's someone bad Someone had a bad stomach, yeah. Yeah, but um, it's it's Hot Pals, the beer from Guinness. Like, Guinness make Hot Pals as well. That's the, quite nice. The, the lager, lager yeah, that's, that's really nice, nice yeah. yeah. And actually, the, the Orchard Thieves cider... I remember having an Orchard Thieves when I was in Dublin, and it was absolutely beautiful. yeah. So, uh, but cracking weekends, like it's, it's it's dead quick on the uh, flat on the plane. That's the best bit. Mm. It's like literally half an hour. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got to mess about at the airport, which is annoying, but you're there at back. You could do it in like, Claire's done it with her mates where they just go over for a day. Well, I had a, a girl I worked with uh, last weekend, I'd seen on Insta. She went on Saturday afternoon and was like posted on Saturday night, like, oh, night out in Dublin. I was thinking, She's working Monday. Yeah, yeah. And then she was back Sunday. Yeah. Honest 24-hour shift. Definitely do it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Uh, 
I think that's all all catching up. Uh, first thing we're going to do today uh, is I've got a uh, got a present for you. Adam. Really? I have got right for for someone who always says I never look after you or do anything. Do for you want to say that? Here we go on the podcast, and this I feel is going to. Uh, well, listen. You just you just open it. Is it a new foot? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I swear to God, I've never loved you more, brother. Yeah, there we go. It is a Mr. Frosty. There we are, a Mr. Frosty. I'm not going to lie, feeling a bit emotional. <laughs> for all those years, those childhood years where oh mum never got it yet. You have now finally got a Mr. Frosty. That now, is. I'd say I'd take all the credit for this, but I have to give a shout out for this story we got sent. I wanted to send, wanted to say that my friend also never got Mr. Frosty when she was a kid. So when she was 18, I bought her it. We made snake bite and black slushies in the pub. I also bought my other friend a Play-Doh mop top barbershop as she never got that as a kid. It's never too late, Mr. P from Nikki in Olney. So that was the inspiration. I thought, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, man. So thank you for uh, continuing to me- annoy me. <laughs> and yeah, drive Look me Look how much you struggled to thank me for anything there. There you go. You've got... Uh, oh, thanks, mate. I, I Genuinely, I do appreciate that. And I'm sure we'll dabble with that and Isla will absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, oh, that's class. You'll have to report back and let us know. I will. Lives, well, I may have to do some to sort of... That is, that's class. I'm not going to lie, I did not expect that at all. I thought going to Dublin, I thought it was going to be something JMO related. No, no. Oh, nice one. No worries. Uh, Right, as it's Christmas, and obviously we're in the midst of Christmas films, Christmas songs. Now, I've done it before. Last year, we we talked through our top five Christmas films, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. This year, I thought we'd do a bit of blind ranking. Okay. Right, so five Christmas films. Yep. Right now, I've chosen five Christmas films. Yeah, that are not necessarily the first ones that they're a little bit mind. obscure. Yeah, I think you've seen them all, but you've got to rank them from one to five. One to one five, being the, like as in I've got to try and do them as the best to the worst. Y- yeah, so but it's, but it's yeah, but you, I don't you, know what's coming. Yeah, you don't know what's coming. Right, so number one. Well, maybe you. Don't, I don't know. Uh, Claws, Klaus. Klaus, yeah, Netflix. Netflix one. It's quite good. It is, it very is good. quite good. Um, Where are you putting it? I'm going to put it at three. Three? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to put it at three. Only because I feel like, yes, it's good, but it's new. And I think in 10 years it may rise. But I don't know. I think, I think it's a good one. I'm going to go three. Right. Your reaction makes me think I've made a real bad shout. Uh, Christmas with the Cranks. Oh. Tim Allen, Jamie Lee Curtis. Now, this is the thing about Christmas for the Cranks. It was critically panned. But I don't know whether it's love for Tim Allen yeah. or the fact that there was some bits in it which reminded us, us of family members and just how funny it was. I'm going to go two. You're going two? Yeah. Scrooged with Bill Murray. Oh... I'm going to go four. Four. Jingle all the way. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's what that last one's going to be. 
So the only one is one and five. You, you, you. I've messed it up here. You messed it up here. Going go- Christmas with the cranks at two. <laughs> you absolutely. I'm going jingle all the way. At one. At one. The Santa Claus with Tim oh, Allen is your last no. one, which means that has to go number five. Oh, I you apologize. Have failed. The Santa failed. Claus with Tim Allen is my ultimate. It's my number one. I'm actually well, not, not according to this. I'm actually a little bit annoyed that uh, because obviously there's the new thing that's come in and it's happened for a couple of years now where obviously you had the Christmas drive in cinemas, don't you? And, and yeah. they always show Elf, Home Alone, Love Actually, all of that. But cinemas have started just throwing old Christmas films on. And yeah. You can just go and see them. So last night I took, me and Isla watched Home Alone 1. Yeah. A couple of days ago, and then I saw that Home Alone Two, which is a, I, I think is better, is a personal favourite. Um, and Isla only watched Home Alones when she was young, and she don't really remember him. So I booked, and we went to watch Home Alone Two on the cinema last night, and it was great. Yeah. Apart from this couple who were next to us, you know what the guy was doing? Eating nachos. Well, the, no, they were talking a lot, yeah, right? yeah. which which really does it grind yeah, yeah. my gears. But do you know what the guy was doing? Uh, reciting the lines reciting the lines uh, before it happened oh no not in a cinema honestly oh, he, he was going you know that bit in Home Alone 2 where um, where the the hotel staff come in the room and it's yeah, just like yeah. you've been Larry, smooching with Mom. everybody yeah and then he was going he was going little mole with a gimpy leg and then they get the, the screen would be like little mole with a gimpy leg and Cliff and then he was and then they got off literally the last uh, booby trap they just got off. So he literally ruined the whole Maybe film. Maybe she just got enough of it. She was just yeah, like, this is such a nick. I don't like you reciting. I, I, I've I, got a friend, right, who I absolutely love. Yeah. I'm not, he's going to, he's going to rename, nameless, remain nameless. Remain nameless. There we go. He's going to remain nameless. But I always remember he used to be shocking when we were younger. We'd watch a film that he'd seen, yeah. that he loved, and he'd go... And he'd say like, oh, this bit's well funny when this happens. Is it OB? No, it isn't oh. OB. OB is doesn't... It? Paisley. Oh, oh. Paisley. And uh, the film was Billy Madison <laughs> with Adam Sandler. He yeah. used to say every bit before it happened and you'd sit there. <laughs> Just fuming. <laughs> right. Blind rank Christmas songs. Right. Oh, this is hard, this. Right. Wonderful Christmas Time by Sir Paul McCartney. I'm going to go four. Oh, right. He's, he's learning now. I'd have that higher because that is one of my favorites. I do like that one. Yeah. I don't know whether the magic's lost because he doesn't like he it. He doesn't like it, does he? No. Um, step into Christmas, Selton. Two. 50 years old. Love that one. This year. Do you want to know, right? This came up, right? And and, and a little bit of a confession, but you know, and I've said this before, like, I am obsessed with Christmas. I love it. And I thought you were going to say I'm obsessed with Elton John. No, then. I've loved it. I just love it. And I and I remember there was a time when I was younger and it was, I was still the youngest. I think I was in like year six, seven, eight, yeah. down then. Obviously you and Ryan were a bit older. You only got money. I still got loads. But I never once in my entire life asked for money for Christmas. Even when I was 19, 20, 21, I'd always say to my mum and dad, just get me loads of presents, loads of yeah. surprises. And uh, I think mum and dad love that because I just, I was just a big kid, still am. Yeah. As you can tell by the outfit. <laughs> but there was one year 
where, and I used to love, one of my favourite Christmas traditions was on Christmas Eve when mum and dad would get us a new duvet set. Yeah. Right? And it would be all crusty and smell dead nice. You know, when I say crusty, I mean like it was new. And new, it was, fresh. It was not... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> got got crusty after, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> did it? Um, Yours did. Nah, I shared a room with Ryan. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I I used to love it. And I remember I had the best Christmas. It was like I got everything I wanted. Was that loads. the high school musical? No, not that? no. That was when I was like, uh, you don't need to bring that up. That was twenty-five. No, I was about I was about eighteen. <laughs> I was about eighteen. That was yeah. That was weird. That was a weird time. You had the calendar, didn't you? I had. I Am had, I getting embarrassed? I had own it. My ex-girlfriend. No. 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 My no, ex, no. My ex-girlfriend. Don't try and explain. Don't no, no. try and say the High School Musical era you were in was because of your girlfriend no it wasn't you loved it no it wasn't I'm just proving that I had a girlfriend <laughs> yeah but it was I mean high school musical duvet no but what I'm high saying high school musical my, calendar my girlfriend at the time got me the high school musical box set which came in a high school musical locker so I had that on my windowsill which had a little key um yeah so Anyway, so I had the best Christmas. I think it was in like year seven, year eight. And I used to listen to Christmas songs right through December on my CD player. And Christmas was over and I used to get really bad Christmas blues. I don't know if yeah. you remember. Like I used to be, as soon as New Year had hit, and I'm not a big fan of New Year, and I'd go back to school, I'd always be so down. One morning, I took the Christmas CD with me on the bus on the 745. <laughs> I didn't sit with my mates. I sat just on my own downstairs put the earphones in. Was that out of choice? Or? <laughs> I think High School Musical. Uh, and I put the earphones in and I listened to Step Into Christmas and cried on the way to school. <laughs> Honestly. And I was so gutted that Christmas was over. Um, so you put in Step Into Christmas at two. Right. So Cliff, Mistletoe and Wine. Now five. Yeah. Uh, Christmas Wrapping by The Waitresses. I don't even know what that is. You do know that. It's this one. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> you know, have you've I, only got one four? and three. Oh. You've got one and three. Oh, is that? Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> you've, got <laughs> you've got one and three. No. What are you going for? It's got to be three. Three. You're number one in. Oh, but... you're such a gimp. Stop the cavalry. Oh, I like that. Do you remember yeah. Louis? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that. I'll tell you where Stop the Cavalry is a serious vibe. When you're in a supermarket <laughs> yeah. and you're walking down one of the aisles and no one else is there. It's going, wish I was at home for Christmas. Right, last blind rank before oh, we move You're on. doing me here. I've got to anticipate. You've had, a, you've had an absolute Do you know what, right? That, that Christmas wrapping, I never knew it was called that. Like, Merry Christmas. That is my ultimate worst. And the reason why it, was it used to be a next tape store. <laughs> yeah. Um, I tell you, what, like, what's your favourite Christmas song of all time? Do you know what? It's really, it's really tough, that. I, I would have to say Last Christmas. I think Last Christmas yeah. is my favourite. I've got a lot of love for the original Band-Aid. I've got a lot. I do love Step Into Christmas. There's a few like Renegade ones that I like. Like I like um, Joy to the World by Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Um, 
obviously a couple of Buble ones that he's redone are, are great. Michael um, Bolton's ones are great. Fairy Tale in New York is most people's Fairy Tale in New York. Yeah, I, I, do you know what? I, I, love, I am I telling love you now. In, Dub- in Dublin, I must have heard that song yeah, easily fifty times in three days. It, it do you was know, ridiculous. Do you know what though? I, I love uh, Santa Tell Me by Ariana Grande. Love One More Sleep by Leona, and as in like newerish ones. And Merry Christmas by Ed Sheeran and, and, and Elton John. That's a low key banger, that one, you know. That that I think that's gonna live on. Yeah. Uh right, last blind ranking before we get into stories. Christmas dinner items. Right. Right? Oh god. First one. Stuffing. Three. Three. Crucial. If it's right, yeah. The roast potato. A five. <sighs> Not a fan of the roast. Uh, I yeah. Oh, roast would be up there, f- uh, right? Turkey. I mean, it's 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 needed, isn't it? Yeah. Why well, have stuffing without? <laughs> I'm gonna go four. Four. Gravy. Two. Pigs in blankets. Oh, he's done it! Have I done it? <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty. So much just blank. to recap, pigs in blankets one, gravy two, stuffing three, turkey four, roast potato five. If yeah, you stop, if you stopped at two and gave me a plate of pigs in blankets and gravy, <laughs> you'd see a happy little piggy on Christmas. <laughs> um, God bless us. I didn't bother putting any veg in. <laughs> that was a. That was a uh, yeah, it would have been five. five. Right. Because uh, it's Christmas, we have got some... where well, Everything's going to be Christmas-related. I've got so many stories to get through. Uh, so we're just going to plough plow through. So we're going to start with some dilemmas. Help me, I have a dilemma. It's because of my pain and a vinegar enema. Help me, please, I need you to. Mr. P, some help from you, please. Uh, to start, we start off with some, you know... School related ones, and then we get into a yeah, right. Firstly, I have to say, I'm not against charity or raising money this time of year. Families need help, and I'm completely on board with trying to ease any suffering. My dilemma is this I am a new teacher in a secondary school with a year seven form class. For Christmas, the school headship team decided we were going to support the Samaritans who do so much work in our area with families. The SLT drip fed us instructions for this fundraising. First, it was each form class raising money through bake sales, discos, etc. They gave us three hours to prepare for this. Then it was uh, then it was to last a second week of raffles. To last second week of raffles and competitions, form teachers were to buy prizes. Okay, I can deal. Then there was a competition to see who raised the most, and prizes involved. Uh, Q pupils even more involved alright and and prizes Uh, Q pupils even more involved and wanting to do more break and lunchtime activities which form teachers had to supervise again all in the name of charity we all stepped up and did it where where are you feeling here she's getting more and more ticked off as the story goes on yeah Um, the latest information with the money raised Form teachers have to purchase toys and presents in our own time to donate to the Samaritans. So that's not the teachers having to buy the presents, just the money that's been raised, you have to go out and buy the presents. Initially, it was worded that we had a choice to just donate cash or buy presents. That email mysteriously disappeared and suddenly buying the toys had become almost an 
unnegotiable or non-negotiable, I think I should say. Personally, I think it's unfair to ask teachers to buy presents for the children when I haven't even had time to shop for my own. However, I have been at this school for three months and don't want to come across as a Grinch, especially as my form pupils have put such a huge amount of effort into raising the money in their own breaks and lunch times. What are your thoughts? Uh, just online. <laughs> yeah. Just go online, like literally when you're chilling. I know in bed. you don't need to ask that teacher from last oh, week. Yeah. Taking all the dough. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, SLT should be probably doing that. I feel. Yeah, a bit more. Or if you got some sort of cover. Yeah. Then you could it. go and yeah, do it yeah, during yeah. the school day. Yeah. You know, like if it was Christmas film day, it's like, yeah. oh yeah, we'll put we'll put some maybe some support stuff in there, and then teachers could go. Or just, yeah, just share the well. I, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a tough one, because it, it is the season. Yeah. And I get that you don't want to come across, I love that, come across Grinchy. Yeah, a Grinch. That, that's, because I saw a tweet where someone was saying, how many characters in films, books, has an adjective been created from the name of the character? So Grinch is one, isn't it? Yeah. Scrooge is another. Yeah. You know. Uh, don't be a Scrooge. Don't be a Scrooge, yeah. Don't be a Grinch, yeah. Um, don't McLean. Don't John <laughs> McLean it. Yeah, there's not many, is there? No. Um, Tiny so yeah. Tim. Is it? Do you say? Well, if you're tiny and you're called Tim. <laughs> um, yeah, I think probably just go along with it, but maybe suggest, maybe email back, like you say, SLT, if you cover us for a session, then we'll go and buy it. Oh, you can't be, you can't be proposing that. Look at you so lackadaisical there, like, or nonchalant. Like, you should email SLT saying like, hey. I just feel like if SLT are putting these expectations on staff, they've got to do, what are they doing? What are they doing? (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, I love it. She'll get back after Christmas like, I've lost my job. (laughs) SLT hate me. Hi to Mr. Peas. I have a Christmas-related di- dilemma. At this time of year, I like to make mini Christmas cakes for each staff member at my school. Basically, cupcakes with four ingredients. Very easy and yummy. It is my way of saying thank you and Merry Christmas all in one hit. Love it. We are a staff of about 30 and roughly three or four staff each year have some sort of intolerance to gluten or lactose. My dilemma is, what do I give to this small handful of staff who have these intolerances. I'm reluctant to give them something they can't enjoy. And some of them have such specific dietary requirements that I don't even know where to start with recipes or food replacements. However, I'm reluctant to spend much money on these people since I'm not spending much on everyone else. And I don't want to give them anything that seems cheap or unappealing. In previous years, I've settled on a nice tree ornament, but can you offer any solutions to this dilemma before I start baking and shopping in the next week or two? Thanks for all that you're doing, for the many laughs you have given me and all your listeners over the past year. Uh, I, If that was me, I would make the uh, cakes for the, the tolerant members of staff. And then all I'd do is I'd go to one of the supermarkets to the free from section. Yeah. And you can get like packs of four, six. Cupcakes, just get stuff that yeah, looks completely like free. Yeah, yeah. Like completely free from. And it might be like three quid. Because my mother-in-law's gluten-free. Trust me, if you've met her, you'll know. 
<laughs> like, listen, it's crazy. It's honestly insane. Every time she comes, my wife sends me out to go and get these this gluten-free stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, right, can she not just drink a glass of water? Like, <laughs> but anyone else who's gluten-free, I'm more than happy to go above and beyond. <laughs> but, um, but no, so I would say get a pack of four yeah, or six. Greg's do, surely Greg's do a gluten-free Ooh, cupcake. Do they? Surely you could do something. Yeah. Just or, get... Yeah, and I would say make your cupcakes the for effort, everyone. The effort's still... If anything, I think they'll appreciate the fact that you've thought of them. Yeah, because if you're making the cupcakes, you're going to have to get the, the ingredients. So I'd just pick up a pack of six free-from cupcakes and then just be like, there's yours if you want them. Yeah. And then yeah. it's... Uh, yeah, it's nice. It sounds like a nice member of staff. Yeah, I mean, just I'm not going to lie, she... She seems a bit triggered by the old glutensman. <laughs> and lactose. Do you know, just like, like that bit of like, I don't even know what else is wrong with them. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a dilemma for you. Now, this this is where we get into the good stuff. I've been with my partner for years. Uh, though loving in his way, he can be very dismissive about the struggles of my new teaching career and often make snarky comments. His responses to my daily battles in the classroom are dismissive, lack empathy and understanding. I think you need if you're going out with a teacher. I started at a new school in September and I'm enjoying it, although the workload is far more than I anticipated. And that's where I met Michael. I don't think that's his real name. She's also called her current partner, Alex. So Alex is a current partner. And then there's Michael, a fellow teacher. Michael has kept me going. He's funny, understanding, as the and has become the person I go to when I need a pick-me-up. Oh, I. Magic Mike. <laughs> Come on, Mike, son. <laughs> One particular rough day when a lesson had gone awry and the weight of all the paperwork felt crushing, it was Michael who noticed. He listened, really listened, as I vented, offering not just sympathy, but shared experiences. That evening, I returned home to find Alex absorbed in his world, barely acknowledging my distress and I ended up te texting Michael while Alex continued on his PS5. Oh, and do you know what? I knew he was gaming. <laughs> I knew he was gaming. Just last week, the school secret Santa, the gift I received was a thoughtful and personal bespoke mug adorned with an inside joke only a fellow teacher would understand. I later discovered it was from Michael. The Christmas party then made things even more difficult. After plenty of drinks and laughs, Michael confessed his feelings for me. I realised that I developed feelings for him too. Michael, you absolute <laughs> mop. You don't. Putting in the work. He is grafting like no one. <laughs> now I'm at a crossroads. My relationship with Alex, comfortable and familiar, stands on one side. On the other, a potential new path with Michael, filled with understanding and shared passion. <laughs> I'm torn. Mr. P's loyalty and history bind me to Alex, but my heart whispers a different story. My heart whispers think, a different story. I think you've made your mind up there yeah. already. If you're using those, you're saying your other, your other, Alex is on Fortnite <laughs> and this guy's, you know, you hear his name when you listen to the wind. What should I do? Follow the familiar or venture into the unknown with someone who truly gets me. Now, I think this happens with a lot of people where they're in a relationship from a young age and they just stay with the person purely because it's what they've always it's known. It's comfortable, And yeah. because you've invested so much of your life, mm. you think, well, I don't want to lose all yeah, of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas for me, straight away, I just feel Michael, Michael, he gets you. 
Well, yeah, I mean, um, I think Michael found who got you in Secret Santa and swapped. And swapped. Because the odds are he didn't pick you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I think you just got to follow your heart. And it seems to me that your heart is all for Michael. It is. The other the the only thing I'd say, though, uh, just just a little bit of it, you know, Michael knows she's in a relationship. Yeah. Right? Now, I, I know you hate me bringing this up. But when I first met my now wife... Oh, really? I knew this was coming. <laughs> she was Jesus. in a relationship and I kept Give it... Give me that Mr. Frosty back. <laughs> I kept it uber professional until it was all said and done. Yeah, but to be fair, but he's, do you not think he's that- gone about it... Look, in, he's drunk. He's at the Christmas do his Hey, you can't blame drink. You can't, you can't just... That's too... Listen, he's had a few Guinness, right? <laughs> he's blamed. Um, I'd... Look... If you are, look, just don't, just sort it out with Alex first. Uh, yeah, don't do anything until you, you get rid of the game. Yeah. The thing uh, is, though, she's throwing him under the bus. Because like, anyone <laughs> anyone listening to this and she's like, I got home after a really bad day and he was just gaming. So he had his headpiece on going like, go on, shoot him, shoot him. Like, oh, babe, I've had a really shocking day. Babe, I'm online. Yeah, I, I mean... To be fair, I find that such a... Isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is sort yeah. of like... Yeah. Um, I don't mind if it's like, you know, late and, you, and... and But if... I don't know about like gaming when your partner's there. Like, it's not no. really... Um. So, yeah. So, sounds to me like you made your mind up. Michael's He's probably... Uh, what's his name? Alex is probably buzzing with the workload. Because <laughs> he gets un- <laughs> yeah. uninterrupted gaming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Michael, but don't. Th- what my advice would be: don't stay with someone just because you've been with them for ages, because that is not. You know, we've all been there. You with you with you, and it's what you've always known. It's what you're familiar with, but it doesn't mean that's what makes you happy, right? Just because you've invested a lot of your time, you've got to think about what's best for you. And Michael seems like a nice guy. And what we'd love you to do is get in touch and let us know. Yeah, keep us updated. Let us know. I mean, the, the trouble here is she's going to do you break up with Alex around this time. That's, I mean, that's... Wait for your present. <laughs> <laughs> Boxing day. Maybe you'll get one from Alex and Michael. Oh, and then you can days. judge. Right, it, it felt a bit like... Uh, love Actually. No, no. The Office. Oh, the yeah. Office, yeah, sort of yeah. That's the vibe I got from that. Where, uh, ba-da, ba-da, yeah. ba-da-da-da-da. I think, yeah, because it'll be things like our eight, she'll probably know Alex's family quite well, and maybe yeah. she gets on with Alex's mum and doesn't want to disappoint. But Alex's mum will know her son. <laughs> no, he's just a 24 7 gamer. <laughs> right, one more, one more Christmas related. I bet Michael's dilemma. listening to this like. <laughs> <laughs> The two Mr. P's will be at me. Boom. <laughs> Go on, Mike. Uh, big up, Mike. I hope, like, Alex and the girl aren't driving to somewhere at Christmas and he's just like, put that podcast on that you listen to. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you get a mug with an inside joke? Can you see? Yeah, yeah. It's not the same Michael you work with, is it? <laughs> no, he wouldn't know because he never listens to her. Oh, yeah, true. Right. Well, Michael's reaping all the benefits. <laughs> Go on, Mike. <laughs> Oh, good stuff. Good, good, uh, good last fun. The law says you cannot get with a coworker, but I see a lot of law breakers up in here. Well, similar, similar dilemma here. Firstly, I love the podcast. 
I'm a single male primary school teacher and on a recent Christmas night out, I ended up getting very drunk and after the party with the staff ventured into town. I ended up in a bar where I met a parent of a child in my class. She's a little bit older than me, but single herself and very attractive. I will also say a child is a bit of a ledge. I know we don't have favourites as teachers, but seeing as though this podcast is anonymous, I'll say it. Every teacher has favourites. Anyway, after plenty more drinks and flirting, (coughs) I ended up back at hers for a great end to the night. Don't worry. The story isn't the fact the child walked in in the morning. They were at the dad's. In the morning, I didn't feel guilty. We were both consenting adults. Uh, I'm just in a bit of a quandary. I like her. She seems to like me. We've been texting a lot and I would like to see her again. But professionally, am I going to get in trouble if I pursue the relationship? I'm not saying it'll go anywhere, but it could. My SLT are pretty sound. As long as I don't allow it to impact my job, I don't see the problem. She gets it as well. She's not said or told anyone. What would you do? I mean, is there is, it, is there some sort of rule? That, I think there is a sort of rule in that. Yeah, it's got. <laughs> you be, I mean, uh, it's so again. With the I don't pen. know what it, I don't know what it is about this episode, but it's so nonchalant. Like he's just like, yeah, went into town, met a parent. That's normally that thing about like, oh, I accidentally kissed. He's just like fully admitted that he went back. Yeah. Got with his parent and now he's like caught the feels. Yeah, he's caught the feels. I mean, I don't think there's anything. As long as you keep it profesh. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think you could be opening up a serious can of worms there. Um, True. Because the kid, especially the kid, because the kid comes in, hands you a pair of boxes you left <laughs> at, at, at his mum's. But, but, but the kid's a ledge, so. Yeah, but. It's it's. Do you know what? Kid I doesn't need to ha- know. kid doesn't hand in homework. Supposed to be missing his break. <laughs> <laughs> the the thing I need to know is what year group you want teach. goodies from. What his year mom? group does he teach? Because if he's a year six teacher, just ride it out for the rest of this academic year. Oh, he's riding it out, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? If he's year two, that's where I think that's you've got tough because you've got four more years. Four more years. <laughs> Um, I think you. I mean, obviously, I'd be open and honest with SLT. Have to have to. Yeah, yeah. If your SLT is sound, which is what he said. Yeah, but they can be sound. But again, you go and go. Listen, (laughs) (laughs) Um, me and uh, Miss Miss Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Johnny's mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You you know how she's pretty fit. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Um, I mean, the end of year present, the Christmas present would be deeds. I suppose. Is there any difference between, you know, that and um, being a parent of a child in the school? Because, like, like, let's say uh, Isla worked in your school. Isla worked. Uh, Isla went to your school. Yeah. Right. What's the difference there? Because technically you're with the parent of a child in your school. But I don't work with Kim anymore. No, but I'm saying, yeah, no, but neither, he don't work with her. I'm confused there. You've confused me. <laughs> I'm just saying, is it is there, is there much difference there between, you know. As in like a pair, a child going to the same school as where the parent works. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's just, I just think, do you not think other, other parents of the, in the class would be a bit like, 
Probably. Would that kid Probably, get special Probably, but I think that's, that's dependent on what her conduct... Because I'll tell you what, she's all over the parents' WhatsApp group like, oh my God. Like, we, yeah, look at this nude, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Jones. And But the other thing is, imagine, imagine Celebration Assembly, Star of the Week is Johnny. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> Wonder what that is. <laughs> I think I think the advice there is uh, speak to your SLT. Oh, it's it's ri- it is risky business. It I mean, is, ne- it is. I've never experienced that, like um, where someone from a school has. has well, when I first got with Claire, Callum was at the nursery at Davy in primary, but I not started working there. It's literally not the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, is it? You're trying to. You're you're drafting for this. Guy. You want him to get there? Uh, I don't know. Right, okay. Um, here's, here's another a Grinch teacher. We all put posters in our school windows for information to give parents. So I thought I'd ask people what they would like to put on such posters if they could be honest. Mine would be in huge letters. Hi, parents. If you put as much effort into your child's reading at home as you do with your elf on the shelf ideas that I have to pretend to be interested in every morning of every freaking damn day in December, then our lives, and more importantly, your children's lives, would be greatly improved. Many thanks. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> stop buying us mugs for Christmas. <laughs> and just buy us bleeding tea bags because we've got no budget for him. <laughs> Thanks for letting me vent. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Do you know what? Tis the season. <laughs> Do you know what? I agree. <laughs> I agree. No, I am. I'm gonna controversial opinion here now, right? Oh god. Majority of parents who do Elf on the Shelf. And not doing it for the kids, it's for clout on social it's media. For socials. Like I am and listen, I, I've been there. I did it for many a year. I have nothing I, I gloat now when I look at other people doing elf on the shelf. I I'm I'm doing elf on the shelf and I've been doing it for a couple of years. I've not posted nah, once. And nah. and to be fair, I've done a couple of good ones. I've I did a I did the old crisp mystery. Right. Where I, I did all of Isla and Max's favourite crisps and sellotaped them to the wall. Yeah, uh, which was a good one. Um, I did. I had. They were playing a game of beer pong the other day, full on, like <laughs> ten cups v ten cups. You're just there in the car, like <laughs> these are a problem. <laughs> it was over the line. Yeah, but no, I've not posted anything. But um, I mean that. Listen, that that teacher is true. It, I mean, they've got a point in that. You know. There will be parents who spend more time on Elf on the Shelf than just reading. Yeah, like doing the kids. homework and yeah. stuff. So, um, stop. Here's <laughs> the end point. Stop buying us mugs. <laughs> um, right. Couple of uh, presents presents that have been given. Uh, best secret Santa ever onion peeling glasses. No, the glasses do not actually peel the onions, but we wear them when you're peeling onions so you don't cry. I didn't think Fabulous. The gla- I didn't think the glasses <laughs> peeled them. At no point did I think that. What, it stops you crying? Yeah. Oh. I've been peeling onions, wearing them for about 15 years. Thanks for whoever gave them to As me. As if. I mean, that's great. I mean... Some, do you, you cry guess? when you peel onions? Sometimes, yeah. Mm. It's got nothing to do with the onions. <laughs> I, peel, <laughs> I cry peeling anything. Because you're having to cook. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, best present ever, Mattier was given a nose hair trimmer by one of the children for Christmas. <gasps> we still laugh about it now. I bet that TA's been like working close <laughs> with him. And then the, teacher, the, the kid's just looking like, oh, so hairy. <laughs> What do you think? What do you think we should get, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Ass? Oh, hair. Yeah. Her nose hair tickled me the other day. What would she really want? Yeah. She. Oh, did it say a shit? We don't. We've uh, we've assumed there, haven't we? Christmas gift given by a parent last year to staff of three of his of his three students a bag of weed. Really? Yeah. We are in Canada and it's legal, but still a very odd gift. <sighs> Canada. What's all that about? We had several memorable Christmas gifts. Here's just a few. A very uh, a pair of very old and worn high-heeled red shoes taken from a mum's wardrobe, size 7. Luckily, I'm a 4. So I was able to tell her that even though they were lovely, she would have to take them back as they would be too big. A gigantic light-up horse ornament <laughs> the deputy head got. A matching one. Uh, I've had half a bottle of perfume, clearly pinched from a mum's dressing table, Oh, and a beautiful diamond ring, which was a mum's engagement ring. Oh, I mean, you got a feel for the kid. I mean, the kid clearly is yeah. wanting to treat the teacher there. Just get a bloody two bags. <laughs> Not a Christmas present. But when I left the school, the parents in the class team together to buy a very large picture frame with a picture of every child in the class of it in it. Absolutely lovely idea. But what was I meant to do with that? We've talked about this before. Yeah. Like avoid. Those pictures. Um, did you see Martin Lewis was talking about gifts for Christmas? No. And he was basically saying that, you know, should, the best thing to do is to club together. Now, we've talked about this. The best gifts I've ever had is when parents, you know, all chip in whatever they can and then get you something yeah. together. That I think that's the best. Not that teachers ever expect presents. That's the thing to remember. Uh, this week, we've been making slime to sell at our Christmas feet. Fet, feet? Oh, yeah. We've been word. through that before, haven't we? I don't For know. our enterprise. Turns out the recipe we used made oobleck, which is quite cool. It's a soft and runny mixture. As soon as you start to move it, it solidifies. As we were making it, I shouted across the classroom to the other teacher and TAs, this is great. It's soft and floppy until you start playing with it. <laughs> then it goes really hard. <laughs> 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 at what point when they were shouting that across the hall did he not think sounds a bit dodged this yeah yeah um, oh here's another one who's had a nose trimmer Christmas presents I've had nose trimmer coffee machine filters half used bottle of Femme Fresh teeth whitening toothpaste <laughs> oh, that's just shade non like you stink you got hairy nostrils you got yellow stained teeth um when teaching at an international school in Vietnam, one of my colleagues was given two hamsters in a drawstring bag as a gift. Oh, man. That, yeah. that, that, that would be up there for me is the worst. They end up becoming the school pets. Two hamsters in a drawstring bag. I know, yeah. I had a very generous parent who got me a bikini as a gift one year. Still not quite sure how they got my size right. Did not keep it. I thanked them very politely. And we all had quite a laugh in the staff room. A bikini? Yeah. Um, I taught a class two years in a row, first in year one, then in year, we moved up with them in year two. At the end of our year one class assembly, a parent asked if they could have a photo of me and their child. No problem. 
The following Christmas, when I was their year two teacher, a very excited child, the same child I'd had my photo taken with at the end of the previous summer term, ran to me with a gift and insisted I opened it there and then. Her mum was watching through the classroom window and gave me a thumbs up. Not wanting to seem rude, I opened the gift upside down and saw the back of a photo frame. I turned it over expecting maybe a heartfelt framed message to find a photo of the child, her mum and her dad posing underneath the photo taken in the summer term of me and her child. The photo of me and the child had been displayed on their living room wall along with their wedding photos, the baby photos and other precious family memories. And they were crouched underneath it, grinning and pointing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I returned the mum's thumbs up. (laughs) Mouth, wow, thanks. And spent the rest of the day confused as to whether I should be flattered that I'd earned a place on their living room wall or petrified. Wow! (laughs) (laughs) Wow, such an approach. Because the connotations, it could be like, wow. Yeah, whoa. (laughs) Wow. Um, Thanks for all the laughs this year. Hope you and the entire Parkinson family have a lovely Christmas. Wow, that's that's up there as one of the more. Big- <laughs> that is the way. And then the mum, dad, and kid like looking it up. That is so oh, funny. Uh, the whole time I was thinking it can't just be the picture of the kid in the <laughs> the teacher because that just is yeah. just so obvious. That I did not see that coming at all. I'm like a canvas <laughs> next to the. Oh my god, so weird. So, so weird. Oh. Little uh, little renegade one from me here, just while I remember. A uh, woman got in touch on Insta, uh, and they'd clearly been to um, a farm on, like, a winter trip with the class. And this was about uh, calling a parent about an injury. Oh, yeah. I had to call a parent because their child had their penis pecked by a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I reminded the child not to put anything through the pen that could be pecked. They were wearing clothes, just obviously lent in a little bit too far. There's a headline there, isn't there? Pecker pecked by yeah. a chicken. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Oh, no, that's not a chicken, Cock-a-doodle-ouchie. Um, right, some nativity stories for you now. My favourite has to be when the head teacher was trying to get the little one's attention and lent onto the stage, not realising her dress was very short and she flashed the whole audience. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Follow follow the star. (laughs) You, yeah, an audience full of Owen Wilsons, all the dads. Wow. During my first... Hey, hey, go on. You've got the three wise men, you've got a donkey and a beaver. (laughs) During my first Christmas show in infant department, one of the little darlings was sick on stage, so I was tasked with cleaning it up during the songs when the children stood up to sing on the bench. (coughs) Sounds easy. No, it wasn't. It got harder when one of the children noticed the sick during a song when I'm on the floor cleaning the mess up and she threw up all over me. And as I got up to get the little one, I slipped on the seat. (laughs) 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 And made an almighty thump as the music stopped and the kids sat down. Total nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Fa-la-la-la. Ah! 
Ah! <laughs> oh, that's a bad one, isn't it? Uh, so this happened in just one nativity. All was going well until Joseph's shoe fell off. So he crawled across the stage shouting out, I'm not Joseph anymore. I'm a donkey. <laughs> the angels walked around the hall smiling. By the time they got back to the stage, every single one of them was crying. One of the wise men completely refused to say his part and go on stage. So the camel did his speaking part. <laughs> I then turned around to see the back of the head teacher and my LSA on stage, trying to rescue one of the children who'd fallen down the back of the stage. Fortunately, the child's parent was a st- staff member and thought it was hilarious. Definitely one of the craziest nativities. That sound, that is like the ultimate fear in it. As yeah. like it, because you know, and and a huge shout out to all the, you normally the earlier years, isn't it? Like staff who who sort out the nativities because you're talking about like practicing the lines, the songs, the outfits, everything, and getting oh, it yeah. because it's all for the parents, isn't it? It's all for getting the parents to come and support and da 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 da. And then you you will have a run through, and then for that sort of stuff to happen, <laughs> I mean, my issue there is, I mean, you've picked, Joseph's a pretty decent part. Yeah, it's big, big, big. And you've big chosen wrong. a kid there who who loses a shoe, <laughs> and then suddenly turns into the donkey. I mean, you've made a wrong call. Um, Christmas nativity story. We decided to combine the nativity story with the story of Stickman. Okay. Unfortunately, we chose a child to be the stick man who had a real difficulty pronouncing the S sound at the beginning of words. By the time we realised that no matter no, ma- no amount of modelling and repeating the word stick would change his pronunciation, it was too late. We were too far gone. He began our performance. I'm dick man. <laughs> I'm dick man. I'm dick man. That's me. He then proceeded to say, Dick man lives in the family tree with his dick lady, love, and his dick children, three. <laughs> I don't know why I had to be so aggressive with, with my dick. That is dick great. Man. That is absolutely great. Oh, oh God. Oh, that's good. That has got me. That's only going to get me. My Joseph this year is both a method actor and a modern hands-on farmer. <laughs> Baby Jesus had been washed and put in the manger ready for our nativity next week. So we told the children that's the one doll they cannot play with today. Lots of children asked me if they could go and look at baby Jesus. Sure, guys, go ahead. The boy playing Joseph says, please, can I see him? He is my son. (laughs) Later. (laughs) Daniel (laughs) Day-Lewis. Hang on, it's been capitalised. Please, can I see him? He is my son. (laughs) Later, I saw him playing in the home corner with another baby in the top of his T-shirt, which made made into a baby-wearing holder and said, I'm just practicing. Oh, what an honest... (laughs) My heart did melt a little. (laughs) Guarantee he's one of those kids who goes... Got any jobs? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Got any jobs? Yeah. Um... Where's that? Right, so today we did carol concert rehearsals all day. I'm busy taking children back and forth to the toilets in the church and trying to placate my very bo- my very bored and restless four year fours when I suddenly am aware of the two girls practicing their readings who kept saying the word virgin. I always find it hard to hear small children saying that word as they clearly have no idea what they're saying. But I got the giggles this time as I listened to one child, year five, read the words. And Mary said... But how can I have a child when I'm a virgin? 
And the angel Gabriel responded, I came on you. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what she said next as I was struggling to hold in my laughter. To make it worse, when I spoke to some of the staff about it, the same lines were used the next year. How immature (laughs) from the teacher. (laughs) Um, Right, I've got a few more and then we'll get on some Christmas stories. Oh. Uh, this is maybe too late for the podcast, but our school nativity was late this year on the 19th of December. Uh, I had been, uh, it'd been a really stressful month. We write the script using the children's own words and thoughts about the story of the birth of Jesus. We also write our own songs, borrowing music from popular hits, and we change the lyrics. So the Friday song, it's Friday, yeah, then Saturday, Sunday oh, becomes... Yeah. Three wise men, we're following the star. Oh, good. Yeah? That's better than we buy any car. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and our biggest hits this year was, we don't talk about Herod. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm feeling it. Yeah, at first you had my curiosity. <laughs> we performed this in the local church and the priest hadn't put the heating on. We'd been practicing the ch- in the church all week, so by Friday we were absolutely frozen to the bone. Anyway, all this is to set the scene of the hard work that went into bringing the greatest story ever told to life. Monday morning came, and as the parents started to arrive, I noticed they seemed to be leaving the front pew empty. So I approached the parent who had arrived with grandparents and pointed out that they should they could have the front row seat. She was del- delighted, and a little boy, a shepherd, was thrilled that mum... Granny and Grandad were sitting so close to him. I sat on the floor in front of them doing the classic infant teacher at nativity moves, exaggerating actions, mouthing all the lines and song words and trying to stop fights with the three wise men who were hitting each other with the presents. The children were brilliant and it was a fantastic performance. I'm sure the kids were fed up with the nativity. The staff certainly were. The whole thing had been rehearsed so much we were glad it was all over but it was our first live show since COVID and delighted for parents that they could experience this school milestone. At the end, the parents came forward to get their photographs of the stars. I moved forward uh, back up the aisle to allow parents more space. The granddad in front in the front row turned to me and I smiled as I waited for what I thought would be, that was fantastic. But no, instead, the granddad turned and said rather loudly, you need your roots doing. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. You're in the house of God. I was taken aback and didn't reply. So he added, I was sitting behind you and I could see your roots. As I stood quite flabbergasted, he further struck the knife in by shouting over to his wife who was taking photos. Julie, sure I said she needs her roots doing, didn't I? <laughs> well, I didn't know what to say. And actually just walked away. Imagine that. A rewritten Encanto. Uh, and all you're talking about is my roots. Um, I wish I'd been quicker to say, that's why you need to pay teachers more. And then I'll go every week. Scottish school is ongoing strike disruptions. Or even, you had a front row seat. And you didn't even watch your grandson. But no, I just walked away. Raging as my roots do not need done. And my hair done three weeks ago. Thank you very much. Oh my god! So they were Scottish. Yeah, you need your roots. Yeah. Um, honestly, there's no pleasing some. <laughs> no pleasing some people. That's and after just... the stress of it all, 
I honestly wondered if it was all worth it. Rudeness. There was plenty I could have commented on his appearance, but obviously I'm a professional. <laughs> Love the show, guys. Hope you both have or had, depending on when you read this, a wonderful Christmas. Hope you can come and visit Scotland very soon again. How funny. Oh Imagine if she'd have just lost it. Yeah. You know, like the, the granddad there, like, you need your roots doing. <laughs> Shut up, you fossil. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, you old fart. Yeah. How about this for a Glasgow kiss? <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Um, right. We're getting on to. Uh, oh, my days. Yeah. We're still not even at the. Uh, still not even at the Christmas party confessions yet. Uh, right. Well, this happened last year. We had food set out. So this is just a general Christmas story. We had food set out on the table and we're all sitting on chairs around it. Out of nowhere, my brother's chair snaps and he tries to grab onto the table but can only grab the cloth. As he falls to the floor, he pulls the cloth with him. The only thing that fell was a massive chocolate cake, but it splattered everywhere. Everyone couldn't stop laughing for the whole night. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. I'm happy with that because it didn't ruin the whole... I mean, if... if yeah, oh, if he'd have pulled the pigs off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just listening to the podcast and the IBS story. This Which was one? sent in in 2021. The IBS story prompted me to share my own, not that I want your pod to become IBS Anonymous. I've been diagnosed with IBS for a few years and have always suspected that I have a dairy lactose intolerance, but ignored it because I love cheese too much. <laughs> <laughs> ignored it. No. <laughs> you still it like, no. <laughs> Christmas 19 Christmas 2019 my friends and I went to Manchester for the day to visit the Christmas markets late afternoon early evening we went to the Northern Soul best cheese toasties on the planet <laughs> you know where this is going she did but decided to go to the cafe instead rather than the one in the market as it would be less busy. I ordered the cheesiest toast available with macaroni. You'll get burned. With macaroni cheese on the side. Later, we were walking around the Arndale Centre towards the Christmas market when I began to feel unwell. I said to my friends that I needed to go to the loo and hurried my way into the toilets at M&S. Armageddon happened in the bowl and I was that bothered by what I'd just eaten, I was staring. I was starting to have an allergic reaction. I was wheezing, cramping, and boiling hot, so I popped a Pyroton, always carry. <laughs> always carry for cheese emergency. <laughs> Pyroton. A shot of Pyroton with your Stilton. Always <laughs> in brackets. Always carry for cheese emergencies. <laughs> and he ended up stripping off in the cubicle. People came and went, and I was still in the toilet, shitting my guts out, naked. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like something in Home Alone, it doesn't does, it? Yeah. Uh, about 20 minutes later, I felt better, so I got dressed and prepared to leave. And then went back to the cheese <laughs> <laughs> When I came out of the toilet, the main lights were dimmed in the shop, and no one was to be seen. I took the escalator down towards the exit and there were all the M&S staff appearing to be debriefed about the day. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd, I'd been in there that long, the shop had shut. <laughs> they all looked perplexed at me and all I could say was, I needed the loot. <laughs> oh. And they let me out. I've since been diagnosed as lactose intolerant. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but, I but I don't think it would have taken a doctor to work that out. <laughs> 
<laughs> it ain't easy being <laughs> cheesy. <laughs> oh, oh, God. That's so funny, that. Oh, Jesus, right. Um, wow. Right, so last year... <laughs> Nothing will stop. I think I'm lactose intolerant. Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what was the worst bit of my life? You went and got the cheesiest toasty, <laughs> but then just just to boot a side of macaroni and cheese, and then was just naked in the M and S toilets. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> once, uh, once on a drunken end of term Christmas meal, I decided it would be funny to take a colleague's phone and take some pictures of my ass. <laughs> Well, she went off School to the School staff are mental. <laughs> Everyone was egging me on. I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> Everyone was egging me on. And I had quite a short dress on, so it was easily done. I completely forgot about it, and we carried on with our meal. At the end, there was a discrepancy with the bill. We had paid for mince pies and coffee at the end, but I think the restaurant wanted to get rid of us. My colleague, the one with the secret pics of my arse on her phone, had arranged the night out, so went off to make a complaint to the manager. When she went to show him the screenshot of the menu we had all paid for, she was greeted with numerous pictures of my flabby white bum. <laughs> oh, God. That is great. Proper Karen. Like, no, no. Yeah. Pay for these. Look, I've got it on the- I've got the screenshot here. Oh, no, that's a full moon. That's a full moon. Oh, uh, last year. You know when- just go back though. They're at a meal, and they're clearly still eating the meal. Like, how big did they go? I mean, that's a past midnight prank. Yeah, that yeah. they've done six o'clock in a pub. Oh God. All oh, right. Last year we had a huge Christmas lights turn on. It was being recorded live and sent out all off all on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Our head teacher had chosen a pair of twin year six boys to be the ones to turn on the lights, one of which was in my class. But when he grabbed one of the twins, he also randomly chose a boy from the class, not the other twin. He had them both up there smiling and waving. All teachers who knew were trying to stop it, but it was all live and the show must go on. When the head teacher asked the boy, who wasn't one of the twins, so are you excited to do this with your twin brother? He replied, yeah, absolutely. Are you so proud of everything you and your brother have achieved? Yeah, he's <laughs> Well done to that kid. Oh, unreal composure. <laughs> and he put his arm around the twin. <laughs> <laughs> We're all cracking up. They're both smiling and going along with it. It was the sweetest thing ever. And when we got the message across to the head teacher, he put all three of them there to take pictures and turn the light on. Oh, Fair what play. a legend of a kid there. Yeah. Um, right. I've got so many stories here. Uh, my my mum works as a TA in my primary school. This story is from the Exmouth staff do when I was in year four. My mum went to the staff do after school on Friday. She's on the short side and only four foot eight. My mum had to try and get my year four teacher, who was new to the school, out of the taxi and into his house. He was so drunk he couldn't put his keys in the door. She had to hold him up by his belt and try to get him to walk in some sort of straight line. He's almost six foot. 
She decided to just come home and brought him inside. She managed to bring him into our lounge and left him crashed on the floor. I woke up early and went downstairs to watch TV. I walked in the lounge and screamed. I was startled to see someone laying on the floor. He woke up very hungover and confused as to where he was. I then realised it was my teacher and I asked him why he was there. <laughs> you might imagine that as year four. Imagine a year four pupil in your school walking downstairs, seeing you sprawled all all over the floor. Cue mum running down the stairs trying to explain what had happened. I went into school on the Monday, having been told I was not to repeat what happened to anyone. Cue the teacher look from mum. He couldn't look at me for the rest of the day. On the plus side, I did get extra chocolate from him in my uh, uh, Christmas card. How he was able to carry on teaching me for the rest of the year, I don't know. This was 20 years ago. And when I see him, we laugh about it now. What happens on a staff night out stays that way unless your child catches their teacher passed out on the floor. The mum's honest there. Yeah. She's honest there. Holding him up by his belt's interesting though, isn't it? <laughs> like, I mean, that, that's holding him up by his belt. How bad do you have to be to get held up by your belt? Let me tell you about the wildest thing that happened on our Christmas party. So we're all at this fancy hotel. Teachers from... Uh, our school and a few other local schools are all there jazzed up for a good time. The place was decked out at Christmas lights. Everyone's in a great mood. You know, the usual holiday cheer. Then out of nowhere, things got super heated between our PE teacher and another PE teacher from a nearby school. The schools have always been a bit competitive, but man, it went to a whole new level that night. As the night got heavier and the dance floor became busy, there was a mighty ruckus where punches were thrown Wrestling on the floor, a full brawl broke out. No way! A few teachers had to jump in and break it up. It was like something out of a movie. The rest of us just standing there, half in shock, half trying not to laugh at how ridiculous it all was. Afterwards, we found out it all kicked off over a recent football match. (laughs) RPE teacher had been the ref, and the other school's teacher felt they'd lost the game as he'd been so biased. Oh, my God. Honestly, most of us didn't even remember the game, but because it was year six... Uh, because it was year six, but this teacher was clearly livid. It'd been the talk of the staff room ever since. Crazy how a little thing like a football game can turn into such drama. Definitely a Christmas party we won't forget in any time. I mean, listen, passions run high, <laughs> but you can't let it sp- spill over into a yeah. works do. Yeah. Having a full on scrap. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy, isn't it? Right, okay. Um,. I'm a teacher. At our Christmas party, one of the TAs got very drunk and decided to give the head teacher a lap dance. Classic. <laughs> that's that's go-to. <laughs> um, where's that one that I... F- was that it? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> I've done that before. A few years back at my old work was the most outrageous Christmas party. We had the ambulance out three times. Someone got their fingers caught in a heavy door. Someone slipped on sick and cracked their head open. Then a girl drank a whole bottle of wine in one go and soon became paralytic. She got carted out of a stretcher. Also, a couple were caught having, you know what, in the toilets and some was kicked out of the venue for snorting Class A drugs on the dance floor. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> what? These, these people, the teachers, school staff, I love oh that. Ambulance called out three times. Yeah. Oh my days. Uh, it's, the, it's the stress of the job. I mean, yeah. listen, I'm not excusing the I'm not excusing the drugs. That's a disgrace. But 
Listen, you can slip on sick and crack your head open at the end of the day. Yeah. What was the other one? I mean, there was two two staff members canoodling in the toilets. Yeah. Okay, you got me, yeah. What was the other one? Uh, what was the other ambulance for? All the fingers in the door. No, the wine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the bottle of wine in one. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, long story short, I set fire to a pub owned by a new colleague at the end of my first term in a new school. I blame the multiple shots we all drank, ironically, fireball whiskey (laughs) and tea light candles in the ladies. A year on and not a week goes by without a colleague making a fire starter joke of some kind, especially at this time of year. Classic. What a weird thing. You set fire to one pub. I know, yeah. (laughs) God, you just can't set fire to pubs anymore. Um... I'm support staff and kissed one of the new ECTs that was almost half my age at the Christmas party. Like I was very like I was very drunk and it was a proper snog. At the time I was still married and the day after I felt so guilty for coming on to him. Although I'm no longer with my husband, this was wasn't the cause of the breakup, and now I'm in a relationship with another member of staff and not the ECT. God oh. almighty, I tell you what, these <laughs> we staff go on the wrong dudes, staff dudes, don't these we? staff dudes are crazy. You've got pubs getting lit up. You've got... Yeah. Oh. Uh, last year's Christmas do, two teachers fell, broke a table while dancing on it. Another teacher was thrown out of the venue for pushing someone. Another teacher fell over drunk and bag- badly bruised her coccyx and ruined her entire Christmas as so she could hardly walk. Another teacher doing the splits on the dance floor. It was a great night. All in all, cracker. <laughs> all in all, <laughs> Christmas cracker. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, what about this one? And Pete, the funniest thing is though. This one. School- I'll save, I think I'm going to end on this one, and I'm going to give you a. I'm going to give you a, a language warning with it. But go on, school staff. <laughs> it's one of those things in it. Like you, you, you get, you get your sensible ones. You get your yeah, the ones that but. For some reason, and it is stress of the job, it's how crazy the term is, but I don't know what it is, but sometimes the stories that we're getting sent here are absolutely (laughs) outrageous. You don't get this at a call centre works night out. No, no, this one. (laughs) To finish. To finish. Oh, right. Apologies for the language. Some of the younger staff members showed one of the older 50-ish teachers how to do a slut drop. Yeah. I've ever told you about the time that I did a slut drop and uh, pulled a muscle in my neck. (laughs) I've ever told you. Were you not doing the worm? No, I was doing a slut drop and then I don't know how, but I pulled a muscle in my neck. My neck. How do you pull a muscle in your neck? That's when you know you're getting old. Honest to God, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like that for the rest of the night like out oh, my neck cheers. my back <laughs> right some of the youngest staff members showed one of the older 50-ish teachers how to do a slut drop 50-ish colleague proceeded to do so but wasn't wearing any knickers <gasps> young lad TA said she had a fanny that like <laughs> said to her she had a fanny like a mouldy cabbage she then proceeded to punch him <laughs> Oh my god! Oh god! A mouldy cabbage! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, great description. Oh. Great simile. Top oh, draw. Oh god! Top, top draw. 
Stim. <laughs> I mean, why are you going on your Christmas night out, Commando? What is what? that your issue? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's just making an observation. Uh, you can't get angry. Uh, I can just imagine him there like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sandra, it's like a moldy yeah. cabbage. Whack, whack, whack. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> great days, great days. Oh, guys, um, oh, thank you. Thank you for sticking with season. us. Tis the season. Uh, that brings us to the end of our Christmas special and the end of 2023 for the podcast. A massive thank you to everyone who has supported, listened, come to the show, bought a copy of the live show recording, uh, copy of the books, just giving, giving us your time and support. It means so, so much. Um, we hope you all have a wonderful and restful, well-deserved break over Christmas. Um, you know, if you want to catch up on the episodes, you can do. We'll be back after after New Year 2024. Um, we have got a few more of those Christmas stories, so we might we might carry them on after after the New Year. Um, but yeah, thank you very much. We hope uh, we hope you have a fantastic break. Keep being amazing, and uh, yeah, we'll see you on the other side. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year.